0: hello and welcome to another episode of casting views the podcast hosted by me dan and me lou where we will pick a topic about anything or everything if that's the right way of saying it and cast our views on it (laughs) um we are in week two of what if well a loosely what if month Um, (laughs) because I think like us like we found out last week I'll throw a scenario but we're gonna go off tangents but it's, it's good to help frame the subject which I'll get into in a minute but I think I just need to address to people we are recording this for England anyway one of the hottest days so far this year it feels like Oh, yeah, man. it's
1: it's pretty awful. And um, we don't really deal with heat very well in this country. I don't think like train tracks warp and people like basically are passing out in the street. The only positive is that pubs make a fortune. But yeah, we so, don't deal with heat yeah. very well in this country. I've got a fan Plus. on so I apologize if you just hear a quick in the background of my audio for this video, but I wouldn't
0: be able to do it if we uh, if we didn't have one. But yeah, we were saying this to Matt last week, weren't we, that we, we tend not to cope well. And I was saying to Antonio, I I, I was on his show, um, I think it went out, when does this go out, last week, that we we get good weather here, so, so it's not that we don't, it's just unpredictable when, but we'll get into a cycle now where we'll have a, a week or so of really hot weather, then we'll have a week of crap weather, then it'll be a week of mediocre weather, and then it'll build up to another cycle of hot weather. And I think we've got like two weeks of this to come, haven't we?
1: Yeah, it was really weird because we had like a period in, was it early May, late April, where it was burning hot. And then I actually thought to myself, I was like, oh, it can't get any worse than that. But then I was like, "Oh, in actual fact, summer's not even finished. So at the minute, I'm actually just looking at it now because we are here for everything, including your weather forecasts. So where I am, it's 28 <laughs> degrees still. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is actually pretty hot considering it's, at uh, the time of recording, it's 8.30 at night. I think that's pretty <laughs> impressive still. Um, But, yeah, I just don't like it. I'd actually much rather be in a snowstorm blizzard than in weather like this, to be honest.
0: When I were a lad, 28 was like what you'd look for in a nice summer's day, not (laughs) not an evening. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree. We're going to get to, I think, 34 next week. Yeah, which is like Hawaii level temperature. Yeah. Well, I've um so the thermostat, the, the heat is thermostat I just walked past is saying thirty degrees here, which for our American friends I think is eighty-six. So whilst it's not necessarily as hot as it, it gets in some of those places, we don't have aircon as standard. I mean we're starting to some it's starting to become uh used over here now, isn't it? But it's yeah, still not but, widely.
1: Yet. Yeah, I actually think that aircon is more so a thing for um Like office buildings, as opposed to like, I, I, I think I know one person in my life who's got air conditioning installed in their house here.
0: Yeah, I've, there's a guy a couple of doors down who's got it. And then, when I walk around my state, you see the telltale signs of you know those big boxes on sitting the on the outside. The... Yeah. yeah,
1: but the yeah. thing is, in reality, I know that people will only say, "Oh, well, you only get two weeks of hot weather." No, we don't. We actually do get way more yeah. than that yeah. over the course of the year, and it is just very unpredictable. And here, for whatever reason, it just always feels like sweaty heat. Do you not think like heat here is not dry where it's like, Oh, you're on a beach. You go for a tan like here. You walk outside and all of a sudden you've walked 10 minutes and every single pore in your body has opened and you feel like you need a shower.
0: Like you're getting out of the
1: shower and you don't know if you're drying yourself or you're just wiping away more sweat.
0: (laughs) You're you're wetter than when you were in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely. (laughs) Like you get
1: out and then all of a sudden you dry yourself and you think, have I not, have I missed a spot? It's like, no, I've just continued to sweat already. Yeah, um, And I feel well, like that's a real
0: problem. It's like you said, we do get really good weather here. It's just not predictable. Like you can't say, right, these two weeks in August, I'm going to book, I'm, we're, we're going to have this barbecue. We're going to book this outdoor party. We're going to go here because the whole of August might be a washout. But yeah, April yeah, yeah. Could have yeah, been beautiful every thing. day. Yeah. You just don't know.
1: And it's well awkward as well, because in reality, if you're like planning a wedding or something, it's really dangerous planning a wedding in England, because even yeah. in like June or July, like tomorrow, I can guarantee we're going to get a rainstorm and it's just going <laughs> to absolutely piss it down for hours. But yeah, it is, it is true. It's very, very, very unpredictable
0: here. We're not going to talk about the weather, although we probably could get a whole episode out of that.
1: Although, although, should we do something else that's interesting to note that happened today? What was that? We had the probably least popular duo play the Wimbledon final today, the men's Wimbledon final. <laughs> yeah. Do
0: you know what? I forgot it was even on. I was watching a, a program, saw it, and then saw who was in the final. I so, thought, ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like imagine turning around. I, I don't know how much Wimbledon tickets are for the final, but imagine going to the final thinking, oh, "I can't wait, going to support a tennis player that I really love." Getting there, it's Djokovic and Kyrgios, and then realizing I don't want either of them to win.
0: <laughs> Though I think Kyrgios, you're going to get a show. Yeah, I think you'll get your money's worth from him where it's not necessarily in the tennis but
1: yeah this is the thing he was actually really quite sweary today it was hilarious because yeah, on the it, BBC yeah. I feel like they didn't written they didn't know how to deal with it and they also just didn't know if people could hear it. So they were like half apologizing, half acknowledging it, half saying sorry, but they just didn't know what to do. It was brilliant. It was hilarious.
0: That's why that's why I kind of wanted him to win because I know the BBC wouldn't have known how to handle it, I think. Yeah, yeah he would have <laughs> done
1: his interview and every other yeah. word would have been shit or something like that and then you would have turned around and the BBC would have been like, "Oh, we apologize this, we apologize that." I reckon he's going to get fined. For for his behavior today well,
0: what did he say the other day i oh, sorry we are going off tangents here what, what, we, what did he say the other day someone was were they cheering him or, or maybe jeering him and he said look I don't go to the supermarket and, and clap the uh the checkout workers do I yeah yeah, said, it was just, yeah
1: yeah it was something like yeah I don't go and food the supermarket <laughs> workers when they like yeah. don't scan quick enough or something like that oh my god it was brilliant yeah, at little or
0: so at Idle, which you, you know oh my word it's um
1: although although I do have to say whilst Nick Kyrgios was a controversial character he has actually just been summoned to court for like assaulting his girlfriend so at this point I feel like he's oh, really? not even a yeah I actually feel like he's a baddie that you actually just can't like now at that point which is why with Djokovic's personal like profile in the media recently and now Kyrgios it was just a final that was just like I just prefer it yeah. not to be happening could we have just just ended the tournament and been like no I tell you what we just don't want either of them to lift this trophy it's like
0: it's like I said to you um, in the episode. But it might have been last week. I know it was with uh, Josh from Talking Smack. Let's watch Game of Thrones, but don't watch the last season. So just we could watch Wimbledon up to the, the semi-finals, and that's that's our final.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would have
0: been it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm a Nadal fan. I, I've I've always been a Nadal fan. I like him, and so felt bad for him having to pull out. But anyway, we'll get on to our subject shortly. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, yeah, we so, will at yeah. some
0: point. <laughs> we, I said it was a loosely what if uh, subject. <laughs> and we'll probably end up coming back to this after. We are going to talk about what if time travel was possible, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've got a couple of ads to do shortly, but time travel, something, I mean, I've always been fascinated by it as a kid. How about you?
1: Yeah, do you know what it is? It's always like one of those things where... Um, you kind of, it, I feel like it's the one science, it's not even, is it scientific? Because I mean, I guess Stephen Hawking never ruled it out entirely, Scientist. did he? So I guess it must be something that's like a scientific, that like would be considered to be something that's scientific. I just remember being interested because I remember reading about Stephen Hawking's experiment and he talked about it and what he did is he had a he had a party, but he sent the invitations out for the party after the event, which meant <laughs> that if time travel was possible... Somebody would have known <laughs> that the party had happened and therefore would yeah. have turned up, even though it would have been impossible in our timeline for them to have had an invitation. And nobody turned up to the party. So he just said, oh, well, time travel doesn't exist. Um, well, but he didn't it was- actually rule it out of the realm of possibility. I think in like the last book he wrote, he still said that there's technically like a plausibility that, that time travel can happen.
0: Technically, time travel... Because the, the problem is my brain's going to hurt after I've already had a headache all day. But once you start getting into the science of things, it makes my brain hurt anyway. So look, as we've said before, <laughs> we are not time travel experts. We are not scientists. <laughs> we're not here to teach things. We're here to talk about it.
1: Do you know what's brilliant about that is the fact that like you think that we're respectable enough that people listening to this think that we would have a qualification in anything scientific.
0: <laughs> I think you said it, so it must be true. No, it's <laughs> only yeah. <so we> <laughs> time travel is possible time travel does happen it's not the way we think it is I'll I'll just say that for now
1: okay right okay I get you I think I know where you're leading to but yeah
0: yeah so so it's not so much back to the future as moving into the future because we're technically time traveling now when we started this it was nine minutes ago we're now here so we're going to listen to this in a week's time we'll be back a week anyway right before we before we start getting into confusing things and brain hurting scenarios a couple of ads firstly i want to talk about an app it's newsly so newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for both ios and android it picks up web articles about trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice just like mine (laughs) <laughs> Give us your natural human voice, Lee. Um, this is my natural human voice. And I think this it's actually for the first time ever on the internet, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. You can browse articles from topics you choose and start playing them and, and have them read out to you. So stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. And I think we've probably spoken about the majority of those, except the Kardashians. Newsly will find you the latest articles and read them out to you aloud. And they've also got podcasts as well. You can explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, Casting Views, is also on there. I've started using it as my default podcast app because they've even got digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in our show description. If you use the promo code CASTV, that will also be in the description. You'll get a one month free premium subscription to the app. That's Newsly. And now we're going to hear from good friend of the show, Antonio, over at the Cultworthy. The Cult Worthy Podcast. Your host Antonio Palacios will guide you week by week through a bevy of cult favourites, obscure cinema and hidden gems. Listen to us on your favourite platforms or follow us on thecultworthy.com. The Cult Worthy Podcast. And we're back. So, Lou, let's get into this time travel. What if it was true?
1: Yeah, well, this is the thing. It being true is one thing and then the way in which it operates is another. So I looked at this like topic from the prism of two different things. One, if time travel existed, how would I want it to exist? And two, what things would I love to have seen if I could time travel? Yeah. Um, so obviously there's been a number of films that have depicted time travel from The Avengers, Back to the Future is going to be your best one, to Hot Tub Time Machine, to... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to- yeah, even Superman wasn't it, where he used to go round the Earth, but just backwards, yeah. it used to spin the yeah. other way, and then all I of want a to sudden, talk about that.
0: Because I don't think that's how time works.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's true though, because at the end of the day, when you go to Australia, for instance, you've travelled around the world, and they're twenty four hours ahead of us, and then you go the opposite twenty four hours, and it's exactly the time that you left australia in but then in england so maybe superman did have it right all the way all the way along and then there was also that um program did it have james franco in it and it was about the assassination of jfk it was called like something oh, 66 I've seen
0: it. yeah yeah i've not seen it well like yes, he yeah. goes
1: into a, a closet and then comes out and it's just like a week before the assassination of jfk and he's got to find a way to stop it um, well, do you remember,
0: sorry, so, sorry, do you remember, we had one here. It's, I don't know if it made its way to the States, but we had a sitcom here called Goodnight, Sweetheart, with Nicholas Lindhurst from Only Fools and Horses, who played Rodney. Uh, you you may have been a bit too young for that one. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and it was basically, it, I think it was in the 90s, and it was a guy in the modern time. And I can't remember where, how he did it, but he'd, he'd either go through a door or an alleyway, and he'd end up back in the war, 1940s, I think it was. And it was great because it was good fun because you'd see him, he, he led like a double life. He was quite, if I remember right, he was quite a boring guy and he didn't like it, the, the marriage he was in. And he would live this life like, you know, because he kind of knew what was happening. He'd almost be like a spy back in the, in the war. And it was great. But when you then looked at it, it was like a primetime BBC afternoon comedy. But it was glamorizing infidelity because he was having an affair with this woman back in the 40s as well as having a wife back in the 90s, which was really bizarre. Ah,
1: but you see, now this is the question. Is he really having an affair? Can you really say that? This is the thing, because whilst technically she, the wife that he had in the 90s, isn't alive when the woman that he's sleeping with in the 40s is alive. Should I try to
0: tell that to your girlfriend? I'm sure, I, I thought I'd travelled back in time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You mean I this think... isn't 1842? <laughs> hear thee hear
1: thee I shall swipe left on thee <laughs> um I actually think I remember this was a lot of it set in like a pub then did you already say that
0: yeah yeah I think it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I didn't say it but
1: yeah it was yeah I'm pretty sure that my dad's um showing me um a couple of episodes of this then but yeah I feel like time travel in the way that I would perceive it to be if it was possible would be like you know that super secretive you can't change anything from history you have to allow it to play out so yeah. I feel like time travel much like Stephen Hawking's experiment, technically he's not ruled it out, which must mean that it exists, which must mean that nobody came to his party because there are rules about how you can use it.
0: Well, shall well, I tell you very quickly how it does exist? Go on then.
1: This is this like so, practical and scientific?
0: No, well, no, it's very simple. I think I actually, <laughs> this may have actually come, I forgot to quote the reference, but I think it comes from like the NASA kids' part of the website the kids part of the NASA <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing,
0: <laughs> but, but we found my level it obviously it starts off that more than 100 years ago Albert Einstein came up with an idea about how time works you know the theory of relativity in that he says time and space are linked together Einstein also said our universe has a speed limit which nothing can travel faster than the speed of light which is 186,000 miles per second So what does this mean for time travel? Well, according to this theory, the faster you travel, the slower your experience of time. Right, okay. Scientists have done experiments to show this is true. So there was an experiment that used two clocks set to the exact same time. One clock stayed on Earth while the other flew in an airplane, going in the same direction that the Earth rotates. After the airplane flew around the world, scientists compared the two clocks. The clock on the fast-moving airplane was slightly behind the clock on the ground. So the clock on the airplane was travelling slightly slower in time than one second per second. Right. So,
1: now, can I can I just ask, did they repeat this experiment or could it have just been a dog do you know clock?
0: What? I don't know. But this does remind me of that scene in um, Back to the Future where they've got the clock, they put the dog in at the start. The, yeah. The, the dog to the future. So no, I don't know. I, I assume I assume they probably have. But yeah, so basically from another website I've seen, you've got to think of it as we travel one second per second our, our you know our perception of time is what one second every second so I think yeah. what they're saying is the faster you travel than one second per second you're actually yeah like they said experiencing time slower so I think that's the current concept of time travel that we've got it's all about the speed at which you move so I've been in the car with you so I'll probably end up in last week if i ever get in a car review again yeah yeah this uh, is true this is true you
1: <laughs> actually do get younger when you travel in a vehicle <laughs> with me <laughs> but yeah so
0: so i, I kind of just wanted to start start off with that so kind of technically we are time traveling at a second per second so if you can go faster than that then you are traveling because it's like they said you know if you're looking when you're looking into space kind of technically you're looking at the past aren't you because the stars and the lights you're seeing are from like stars that have exploded years ago, years ago, like hundreds of years ago, etc.
1: Well, I guess as well, when you think about it, isn't that the issue with like us traveling to Mars? Is that like the people that go and travel to Mars, if they came back after like the two year trip would actually be like 15 years older on Earth. It's but like, only like know, four know. years older in their time in terms of the way that they've traveled. Oh, yeah. And that's because you're traveling so quickly that you come back. So you would only spend four years traveling if you went there and then back immediately. But everybody on earth would be like 15 years older, which is really strange because then like, if we were communicating with people that were traveling to Mars, like how would the communication work? Because (laughs) like time, do you know what I mean? Like we'd be sending a message, which would seem like if you sent one every six hours in their time, it would be every two, wouldn't it?
0: It's really strange. when you start thinking about time travel, just as a normal person like we are, it just starts hurting, doesn't it? Because you start getting into the, what what could or can't happen, and then the complications of it. and even when you start sometimes I'll be watching a film about time travel, and my partner's not been watching it, and she'll come in and say, "What's happened? I'm trying to explain what's happened, and then the, yeah, you just start getting mind because each film, which I know is fiction but tends to have its own rules about time travel as well doesn't it yeah yeah sorry go and you see you were saying about kind of how how you wanted it to to happen
1: yeah i think that the only way that time travel would be plausible in the world would be for um it to be more like a spectator thing As in, like, you can travel back in time, but you can only spectate as opposed to make changes. Because I feel like, in reality, if time travel did exist, does that mean in the future there's lots of time travellers that are either trying to maintain the terrible things that happened or make terrible things not happen that have happened in the past? And there's, like, secret like battles between time... Do you know what I mean? It's a little bit like um, Jumper, almost. Have you ever seen the film Jumper?
0: I'm going to say i think i have but i've completely oh sorry
1: actually no sorry I'm, i'm talking rubbish it's called looper have you ever seen the film looper got bruce willis in it
0: i don't think so
1: basically looper is about time travel and like assassinations and then basically you get assassinated because you are a time traveler because you've traveled back in time because they need to close your like cycle of life off basically if that makes sense So it's weird. I feel like time travel would be cool if it existed, but only from the the prism of being able to spectate. So do you remember? I can't remember when it was. Was it in like the 1930s or 40s? There was that picture of that chap who looked like he was holding a digital camera.
0: No, at the box. No. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of the Mike Tyson one. There was a similar one where somebody was saying there was someone at the Mike Tyson fight with an iPhone.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. And they were like holding like a phone like you would do nowadays. And I think if I remember rightly, I don't know if this one was like a particular political rally or like, oh, yeah, this is Uh, 1940s. And he was like dressed in like sunglasses, what looked like almost like a hoodie and a T-shirt. Everybody else is around dressed in suits and like bowler hats. And there's just a guy who just looks particularly out of place. It's really yeah, yeah. strange, like wearing almost like Matrix-style sunglasses. Um, and I feel like that
0: could be a time travel tourist. Yeah. Because well, that's how I would like to see it. I think absolutely I agree with you. I think if you time travel, you, you, you've you got to not be able to change anything. And I'll come on to something about that in a second. Because you imagine if you, you could change something and people, a lot of people had access to time travel? Because I could be sitting here at my desk and all of a sudden, you know, somebody could do something and change it and i might not be here then somebody goes back and changes something else and i am here somebody goes and changes something and there could be two of you there somebody changed something, i could be in america you, you wouldn't that nothing would be static for long. everything would be changing all the time because you can't not change something surely when you're going back in time because... yeah that's
1: the thing so i don't know if maybe it's something that's just used by like governments of the future to turn around and spectate yeah. historical events because i feel like that yeah. wouldn't be something that you could trust everyone with
0: because you you know they say oh you can't you can't change anything and definitely don't see yourself well i could bump into someone who was supposed to get a job at a laboratory who would then make a vaccine for something and they didn't because i made him late for his interview or something do you know what i mean so you can't not not change history technically because i found there are some rules about well supposedly there are some rules for tra- <laughs> yeah. time traveling i've got <laughs> amazing <laughs> I found a website on, um, it's called Discover Discover Magazine, rules for, uh, well, not five rules, but the rules for time travellers. We can't travel through time. We do know enough to say that time travel, if it were possible, certain rules would have to be obeyed. So this was in 2009, so it's quite old. Now, do you want, do you want, to, do you want me to go through them now so we can bear them in mind in our examples or shall I come back to it?
1: Okay, let's see how plausible we think the rules are.
0: Yeah, go on then. Okay, so this is, remember, they're not saying these are the rules for current time travellers. They're saying, if we were able to, you must do this. Right, okay. Interestingly, rule zero, not rule one, there are no paradoxes. So this is one where I had to read it a couple of times. So this is the main overarching rule to which all other rules must be subservient to. Right. It's not a statement about physics. It's simply a statement about logic. In the actual world, true paradoxes events requiring decidable propositions to be simultaneously true and false do not occur. Anything that looks like it would be a paradox if it happened indicates either that it won't happen or our understanding of the laws of nature is incomplete. Whatever laws of nature the builder of fictional worlds decides to abide by, they must not allow for true paradoxes. So could you explain that in layman's terms for us? if someone could when they've listened to this episode that would be great i I think uh, (laughs) this is why we're never gonna get we're never gonna be able to time travel anyone who's got a science podcast let us join let's just say rule zero is no paradoxes right right okay fine fine we can get on board with this right we get on to slightly easier ones now so rule number one it says traveling into the future is easy so it says, we travel into the future all the time. Oh, this is what I was saying earlier. We travel into the future all the time at a fixed rate, one second per second. Stick around and you'll be in the future soon enough. You can even get there faster than usual by decreasing the amount of time you experience in el- elapsing time with respect to the, w- the rest of the world. Either by low-tech ways like freezing yourself or by taking advantage, advantage of the laws of special relativity and zipping around near the speed of light. Remember, we're talking about what is possible according to the laws of physics here, not it's plausible or technologically feasible. It's the coming back that's the hard bit. Right? Okay, I got you. So number one, you can easily travel into the future. Two, okay. traveling into the, yeah, two traveling into the past is hard, but maybe not impossible. So if Isaac Newton's absolute space and time had been the correct picture of nature, we could simply say that traveling backwards in time was impossible, and that would be the end of it. But in Einstein's curved space-time universe, things are more flexible. From your own personal subjective point of view, you'll always move forward in time. You're always more more forward in time. More technically, you move on a time-like curve through space-time. But the large-scale curvature of space-time caused by gravity could conceivably cause time-like curves to loop back on themselves. such that Anyone traveling on such a path would meet themselves in the past. That's what respectable Einstein-approved time travel would really be like.
1: Right, okay, okay. Who's written these rules, by the way, can I just ask?
0: It's Discover Magazine back in 2009. <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: okay, fair enough. We can get. We can, we can. still get on board with it. Go on then, what's the next one?
0: Things that travel together age together. So if you travel through time and you bring along with you some clocks or other objects, all those th- things experience time in exactly the same way that you do.
1: Oh, well, this is explanatory for the point you made about the clock so that'd be do you know what would also be a really cool experiment if you had like a long one would be like for instance things that like age obviously humans age but like if you had like food or whatever that went off and you were traveling through space yes.
0: yeah 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 black holes are not time machines so it says like we've seen in the film sadly if you fell into a black hole it would not spit you out at some other time it wouldn't spit you out at all. it would gobble you up and grow slightly more corpulent in the process <laughs> Nice, amazing. <laughs> just gotta read this bit but once you get close to the center of the hole tidal forces will tug at you gently at first but eventually tearing you apart this technical term is spaghettification (laughs) amazing amazing these are the couple of things that you've spoken about right so if something happened it happened it says what people want to do with time machines is go back in the past and change things you can't the past has happened and it can't unhappen You might wonder what's to stop you from jumping in your time machine, finding your high school self and convincing them that they shouldn't go to the senior prom after all, saving all sorts of humiliation. (laughs) But if you really did go to the prom, then you can't do that. The thing about that to me is why can't you? It makes it sound like something's going to stop you from interfering with the past. Yeah, yeah. Do do you see what I
1: mean? But then does that not link to rule one about there not being paradoxes? you're not traveling back in the prism of like getting into a floating machine that teleports you so you can look at your old self in face to face, are you? You're technically always traveling in the same timeline. You're just traveling more slowly than other people.
0: Well this Does that is make sense? this is what I want to come to. Yeah. This is what I want to come come on to when we have a general discussion. I'm just going to do the next one. Yeah, I'm going to miss the last two because they don't seem that great. The last one I'll read, you can't travel back to before the time machine was built. What that's even saying is if so, if if a time machine isn't built to the year until the year 3000, then time travel to before that year can't be done. Or if a time machine was invented today, you can't go to a time before that.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, though, in my mind, to be fair.
0: Look, so it's pretty pointless. So you're going to make something that you can't really use to at least a week. (laughs) 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 Really? so so kind of those are some of the rules now yeah the 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 one about it's whether you're going to go down the fantasy road of how do you want time travel like I would want time travel to take me to bits beyond my timeline and beyond you know beyond anyone's timeline or do you look at it factually so why can't I go back in time I guess it depends on how the time machine is built and how you're going to get back in time but why can't I go to a point in time before the time machine is built? Because I know that the time machine has to be built. But at that fixed point in the future, the machine is built. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you a little bit. And that machine will always be built. <laughs> right. So let's say, let's make it easy. The year 2000, I build a time machine because I'm like that. And I go <laughs> back to 1900. That rule says, well, you can't because the time machine didn't exist in 1900. But I know the me in 2000 has built it which means the me back in 1900 has got access to a time machine you see what i am saying?
1: right yeah yeah okay i got you i've got you this is well confusing do you know that it's
0: isn't it yeah if you're still with <laughs> us at home yeah <laughs> so that's how i always seem to see it and and you know yeah why can't you go before your timeline because again the me i guess the same as long as you don't stop the you being born at the right time but we've said you can't technically change things so if we're not in danger i mean what's going to happen are the time police going to come out and stop me changing things how how are things going to stop me from changing history
1: yeah no i'm being serious this is what i said if time travel exists surely there would be foreign there, there would be agencies or foreign agencies that would deal with time travel like an interpol but for people that were illegally time traveling
0: so I'm going it's back remember, all over like, the place. No, my nudes
1: got leaked. You can't take me <laughs> to prison. They're like tough shit.
0: <laughs> I'll be like going back to the time and say, right, no, explain these rules of time travel easier. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's we'll, the point we'll, we'll know I...
1: when time travel existed because you'll get like 70,000 winners of the lottery all in one year.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, So in my head, I want time travel to be that I could go to any point of time. Any point way into the future way into the past and that's what i'm basing like the four five time zones i want to go to I get
1: yeah to i them. yeah i agree that's what i mean i think i've always looked at time travel from the perspective of like being able to view like the reason that i'd want to be able to time travel would be likely just to see events or experience a time as opposed to like interfere with time if that makes sense because it's so always like that like? old question of, oh, if like historical events, is that where you're about to go?
0: I was going to say, well, what would you, where would you like to go if, if time was no object? <laughs>
1: <'Cause> <laughs> oh, I've got like three or four one.
0: I would definitely go to. But then I've got some really random, I would go to loads of things. So for me, I would want to go to all the big sporting events. Um, yeah, yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah.
0: But that's easy. I'd love to go to a World Cup final I'd love to go to, you know, a couple of the classic boxing matches. Um, yeah, like a Tyson, Amanda yeah. Holyfield. <laughs> with my iPhone. Yeah, yeah, with your
1: iPhone, posting on Instagram back 17 years or whatever before it's even invented.
0: Then I've got four or five particular periods of time which I would love to see just for myself. So I don't know about you, what you're, if, if you could do anything you wanted in time or go anywhere you wanted, sorry. Yeah, I think
1: that there, do you know what it is? I think my, most of mine are from the modern era, and then I've got a couple that are probably like more ancient. So if we're talking about ancient stuff first, we'll start with the oldest to the youngest. I would love to have gone back to ancient Egypt to actually see how the pyramids were built.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think that's one because that's always been a question that has like baffled historians for years. And they're like, "Oh well, technically, it's not physically possible for them to have moved a stone that weighed X amount, or you really did ten thousand people, whatever." I would love to see it, just in case it was aliens that did that. I would have liked to have gone back to, do you know, like either old Bible stories. So basically, the time of when Jesus was alive. I was raised in a Catholic school, by the way, but I am an atheist. To be fair, um, but I would have She's liked a cool to see stories. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing. <laughs> I would have just loved to have seen like the real life application of that, if that makes sense. So, like the stories must have come from somewhere, but I would love to have just spectated on that period of history and see if it was as it was presented, if that makes sense, or if yeah. it was, yeah. Basically, I know it's, it's difficult because you can't talk about it without being a little bit controversial. I like guess, but I would, would have loved you... to have seen that.
0: I'm going to throw a random one at you. Would you go back to like when your dad was at school and try to hang out with him and see what it was like? Would you want to go back or, or say like your age now? Because, yeah, I guess you're going to go back, but you can't de-age. You go back to when your dad was your age and hang out. Would you want to do that or see what it was like?
1: Yeah, I guess that would be quite funny as well, because then you just would have no, it'd be a bit like um, 17 again. Where they swap bodies. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, then like yeah. he hangs out with like his um his son's mates and that sort of thing. Yeah, I think that could that would have been quite cool to be fair. And I feel like you would, but then maybe it would like destroy your perception of them. Do you know what well, I mean? Maybe it's like...
0: Because, <laughs> I, I you know, and I remember like the stories my dad used to say about him, and I was thinking, oh, I'd kind of love to have been there and and seen that. And and just think, yeah, can you imagine hanging out with your dad when you you know at two of you sort of twenty four hit, hitting the pub and stuff? <laughs> Yeah,
1: and he just didn't know it yet. All of a sudden, he just has a son that looks exactly like his best mate when he was in his twenties.
0: <laughs> and remember, Lou is a great name.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, I called, I named you after my best mate when we were young. What happened to him? I don't know. Just disappeared one day.
0: <laughs> to be fair, though, just thinking about it, yeah, you probably, you probably were were born only a few years after he was the age you are now. Aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It. It's true yeah so That's yeah, right, yeah it would be just before you're born so it'd be nothing dodgy you know you wouldn't bump into yourself even your baby self yeah this
1: is true could you imagine i'd be turning around being like he's gonna grow up to be a little shitty." he is
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so far then you want to go to egypt and biblical times because you kind of yeah. want to see if the, the stories are true
1: yeah, basically, I think that's what it is, yeah. I want to see how the Egyptians built pyramids and if it was aliens or not, and if biblical stories are true in the way that they have been written in um, the Bible, basically, for however many thousands okay. of years, uh, 2,000 years, or 1,500 years, or 1,600 years, whatever it is. There is a period of human history that I just never would go back to. Do you know, like plague time, like Victorian oh, London, you see, and now, that sort of now stuff? Now you've got one I of mine. Just, you've got one Oh, no, no, Chuck. Mind you, with your modern immune system you'd probably be (laughs) all right so i guess you'd be fine but um i feel like i just wouldn't want to risk it
0: no well i've got well let's let's go through a couple of my times so i'll 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 use that one now so i was looking at more like medieval times the knights in armor and stuff like that which is kind of around that because i'd love to actually see because just actually see like you the reality of that and yeah yeah like you said that the smell i mean when we see these programs like robin hood and stuff like that they make it look so gallant and noble and things like that but the stench that must have been around that time <laughs> you know because uh, they're emptying the latrines everywhere i'm thinking whilst the, you know even in like the victorian times it's all very you, you know elegant and stuff like that in some places but the streets must have absolutely reeked yeah because there was I'm, like I'm just...
1: no sewers or anything was there so no. everything was just like in the streets
0: so I'm thinking, yeah, like proper medieval times, you know, days of yore and Robin Hood and Arthur and things like that.
1: Yeah, see, no, I can't get on board with that because just too much disease, too much poo in the streets. I just don't think that's for me. And also, I feel like battles at that period of time were like the bloodiest they've ever been because it was like yeah. knights, swords, like um, tre- was it what those big, um, huge catapult thing, trebuchets or whatever it was, tre- trebuchets, it yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But then, I guess, I guess it could have been quite glamorous in terms of kings and queens and castles and knights and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, but you could well, go so. back
0: and see if it was all talk. Maybe they didn't actually use them. They built yeah, them, yeah, yeah. Like just yeah. for show. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, they were, they were just like so difficult to build. They made one and then never just made. Them. <laughs>
0: yeah, like nice trebuchet, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it, it's a new model, Dan. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, actually, sorry, I've got another one which is big. Go on. Renaissance <laughs> Italy. Assassin's know, like, Creed 2. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically the whole yeah. timeline of Assassin's Creed. Only because like when you look at like that period of time, like Leonardo da Vinci was actually a mind that was probably four or five hundred years further advanced than anybody else at the time. And I would have loved to have seen that period of history because you got like modern theories and ways of banking. It was artwork, it was music, it was um philosophy. And in reality, it probably would have been a really lovely period of time to have spectated in terms of like significance for history. So I think that would have been quite cool.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think so. And like you know, you see still they they do it these um, like masked balls. Yeah, I think that became quite prominent then. That would have been genuine then. I want to use the word genuine if you know what I mean, because that was their culture at the time, rather than now us mimicking and trying to hark back to those days. Yeah, yeah. I think that's quite cool, because like, the fashion that would have been coming out at the time, and like you said, the mines. I'm going to come on to a similar period of time, but I'm going to come back to it after, because I want to go to the earlier ones. And I'm going to do the obvious one. I wasn't going to say it, because everyone says it. Do you know what? I probably would want to go back and see a dinosaur. I mean, it, yeah, cool yeah, 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 that is cool, it. to be fair, yeah, yeah. And just see, did what's-his-face get it right in Jurassic Park? Yeah, you know, do they look like that? And have oh, we, yeah. have we, and have we, have our scientists modelled the dinosaurs to look like they are? Because you know, if you go there and you see like a, a Rex, it's quite friendly looking and isn't as fearsome as we've made them out to be. Yeah, you know, this is I, true. I see if we got it right.
1: Apparently, velociraptors were like small dog sized.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's probably a bit of Hollywood artistic license there, isn't there? But yeah, you know, that's the but... thing.
1: So I feel like you would have got there and been like, Oh my god, what's that? There's a I can hear Velociraptors. They come around the corner and you'd be like, Well, why is it the size of a chicken? This isn't what
0: Jurassic Park is. Who's a, is a good little, little boy? Who's a yeah, good boy? Yeah, yeah. You'd be boy. like, Oh, have <laughs> so got my good velociraptors <laughs> Yeah, I think just to get it out of my system, I think I would go back to the dinosaurs. Yeah, I think I think you have to really, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I feel like that'd be quite cool. Do you know what it is, is I feel like the spectacle of it, because you see like these gigantic hanging um, fossils or like remnants of like woolly mammoths and stuff in museums. And I feel like in reality, you can never actually understand the scale of these animals by just seeing remains. So that would probably be like an actual life changing experience to see that, I think. To see, That's yeah, really like I said, one. to see
0: them moving, to see them moving, to see them interacting. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, absolutely, what you said. You can go and see the skeleton at the, the skeleton at the museum or a, a mocked up one, but they're just the really cheap prop <laughs> that have been made <laughs> yeah. by someone, and you, and you can't see them moving. So yeah, so like I said, I'll would, I'll would do that just to get it out my system to say I've seen the dinosaurs. You can bring what a then...
1: back, bring a velociraptor back and try and pull it off as like a dog. What's that? Uh oh, it's a um Spanish bulldog. That's <laughs> what it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Oh my word, yeah, yeah. Why Let's is your Spanish to... bulldog eating my cat? I don't know. <laughs> and why is it getting taller than the house? Yeah. <laughs> Another period of time I'd want to go to would be uh, like the Wild West, the frontier times. Because again, I wouldn't want to be there long because that felt quite deadly then as well. But I want to see the actual reality of it and just to see like the saloons, you know, going to one of the the actual saloons.
1: Yeah, that was very much like the stagecoach robber, like felt like you could probably be hung for no apparent reason kind of period of the Wild West.
0: Yeah. And just here, you know, like you bump into someone in a pub and spill their drink, you just buy them another one there, you'd have to have a duel. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, right,
1: now we just have to walk 15 paces and shoot at each other until one of us is dead. What an amazing way to settle an argument. I think I'd only want to travel to the Wild West to see if tumbleweed everywhere is actually a thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, or if it only appeared if somebody said a bad joke, yeah. Yeah, and like when you walk through a bar, does it go... Do, 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 do. Yeah. And, did, and, and did all the bars have like those pianos and they was playing that plinky plinky happy tune? You, you, <laughs> you know the one I mean. It's, it seems to be in every film, in every bar. It's
1: a bit like um, Westworld.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you went into one that you weren't local to, did they all stop and then just all look at you?
1: Yeah, like all the music stopped, all of the conversation stopped and then you got looked at as you quietly stepped through a bar. Yeah, if you're like an out of towner or something.
0: Yeah, and there'd have to be one table where a group of grizzled men were playing cards. There'd have to be another one where a bloke has got his hat over his eyes. He's leaning back. He's got his feet up on the table, falling asleep, but he's he's actually watching you from the corner of his eye under his hat. Yeah,
1: yeah. There'd have to be a like a guy with a really white beard at the bar, absolutely slammed, but just still continuing to drink.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and you'd go to the bar and they would only serve you one drink. I think, I don't know, like tequila or whatever it was, and in a little glass shot shot glass and that was it that's all you could have yeah, yeah slide it along the bar to you you know and you'd... <laughs> the bar would be empty but you couldn't go up to him you'd have to stand at the other end of the bar so we could just slide <laughs> it down to you <laughs> that's how it is in my head don't don't ruin it
1: <laughs> i feel like you'd get back to wild west times walking to a bar and everyone would be like what the fuck is this guy doing <laughs> it's like, yeah. Sir, would you like a drink? You're going to need to come here so I can serve you.
0: <laughs> you can have a beer. Yeah. Do you want a J2O? <laughs> <Yeah>. Schler. <laughs> yeah. An apple teeny, please, bartender. Yeah. Turning around and giving you a tequila
1: sunrise.
0: <laughs> I also, I want to see if those outfits are real because they look quite uncomfortable. You know, like the, the leather boots and then the, the shirt and then the waistcoats and the heavy trousers and then belt to put the gun in. And then the hat, it just all seemed really hot.
1: Yeah, I agree. And sticky is what I would say, because everything yeah. was leather or made of like cowhide or something. Yeah. And I can't yeah. imagine that that's a particularly nice material to be in 40 degree heat.
0: And quite dusty.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. My skin would have a nightmare.
0: Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, yeah. Point number... Actually, no. In t- times, it would be three. Yes. Yeah, so, so far, yeah. Those are my ones. Dinosaurs, medieval and... Frontier times.
1: That's quite good as well because we haven't picked mm. the same ones, which is quite strange. And I feel like a lot of people would give you really diverse ones because I went Renaissance, Egyptian, Biblical. Yeah. So, moving on from that, then, is there any yeah. particular events you would have wanted to have seen or witnessed with your
0: own eyes? I think the majority of the events are kind of all going to be a little bit probably morbid, aren't they? I'd love to have gone to like a rap that concert. And an Elvis concert. You know, I'm still thinking things like that.
1: You know what? Separately to doing this podcast, I've actually always said this. I would have loved to have seen with my own eyes the fall of the Berlin Wall. Because in reality, when you look at that in terms of like recent history, I think that that was such a significant moment in terms of European history. Like when you look at like the relationships in Europe, the way that like the world functioned at that point, I think that was such a significant moment and it was weird because it was an entire nation that had been cut in half for what, like, thirty years at that point. And yeah, yeah. yeah, I just think that there was so much significance to like European history in that one moment, that one evening. Like, wasn't it? Um, the guy from Baywatch yes. was there as well. <laughs> yes. David Hasselhoff like, had just turned up as like the American
0: superhero to kick down a concrete wall. <laughs> well, do you know what was really funny? I watched a program recently. You know those like these Channel Five things, like um when things go horribly wrong or big celebrities biggest meltdowns or whatever yeah it was um yeah David Hasselhoff because he was he was huge in Germany as a singer so that I asked him he's annoyed about it because I think he's he thinks he is the catalyst for bringing the wall down yeah so he's quite annoyed that there's not like a picture of him hanging him hanging up in parliament I think over there <laughs> um But yeah, I I was thinking that because, yeah, like you said, it is actually, I guess, in living memory, quite a big event. Because I remember, you know, sometimes you relate a lot of things to sport and things. Even in football, you had West Germany were a team and I think, you know, you had different teams then.
1: That's the thing. I, I just think very significant moment. But I've also got one that was technically my time, but I just never would have actually seen it, if that makes sense. The other one would have been the death of Princess Diana. Like, as in to witness it as an adult, because I've seen documentaries and I've seen images, obviously, of millions of people lining the streets. But, like, even when I talk to it with my parents, even my parents say it's not possible to comprehend how massive the reaction was to Princess Diana's death. Yeah, and I just think that I've never seen that outpouring ever. And I just don't think, looking at the scenes... It's probably going to be the death of the Queen that would ever provoke that kind of reaction, where millions of people take to the streets. But Diana wasn't the Queen, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She wasn't yeah. like directly royalty, if that makes sense. So I feel like that is a a real. I I, I just couldn't imagine any celeb, not celebrity, because I guess she wasn't, but kind of was at the same time. But I couldn't imagine any public figure, bar the Queen, having any kind of public reaction like that, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think in this day and age, yeah, you're you're spot on. There'll always be there'll be a celebrity or a singer who are, who their fan base will will be upset about. But yeah, Diana, literally, it was it was almost the whole country. Yeah, um, yeah. if not a lot, well, a lot of the world. Because you got to remember, back then, I'm not so sure now, but back then, the royal family was loved everywhere. You know, especially in America, they you know yeah. the, the the Charles and Diana wedding was huge over over in the states. Now. That's, yeah, that's a good one. That's what I was saying about a lot of things that would probably be morbid because it's, it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of the shocking events or big moments in history are things like this now. Yeah, that's true. I think true. the thing with Diana was also, again, how it happened. Yeah, yeah. When like was it the circumstances of shopping.
1: Yeah, 1997. So I would have been very baby at the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I I actually remember it because it was, when was it? It was it was the end of August or middle of August, I think. I can't think, or July, I can't remember when it was. Either way, I'd been out with a mate, a mate had come over, we'd gone out, we'd got drunk, and I think we'd seen, I'll have to see if the timeline checks out, but we'd went to see um, Conspiracy Theory, I think the film with Mel Gibson. Okay. Got back, and they were saying, oh, yeah, Diana's involved in an accident. But the way it was reported at the time, saying she's fine, she's got out of the car, she's fine, just minor scratches. And we were saying, oh, it's a conspiracy, this and that woke up and it was like she died and i was thinking fuck it was only a few hours ago they were saying she was fine you know and it was yeah. because it was so fast moving the news yeah um, and then like you said yeah it was the whole it was almost like the whole nation in mourning um yeah well that's
1: the thing i just think that it, yeah like it was i only appreciated it once i'd watched these documentaries that i'd seen on her and realized in reality how much she was so well loved by the public and so as a result, it's only then that I realised, wow, you know what? Millions of people taking to London, literally crying in the streets yeah. over someone yeah. that they'd never met personally is actually a crazy thing to probably have witnessed. And even now, looking back on it, it's like you look at that and think, does that ever happen again? And also, can I just say your timeline does check out um, okay. Diana, 31st of August and the oh, yeah. conspiracy theory was that the film that you said Um, released on the 8th of august 97 so it would have been oh there you go that's
0: that's great memory that is (laughs) (laughs) well because i remember mine and mine and my mate pete we've mentioned him a couple of times in the podcast (laughs) we've got to get him on (laughs) (laughs) our birthdays were in august we both had birthdays similar so i think we actually went out to celebrate our birthdays later you know at the end of the month because we couldn't get together beforehand. so yeah we went and watched that we'd had a few and then like i said it was just then it was I remember turning it on, and it was like a, an image of her face in, like, almost like a, a black background, you know, for for yeah. you know the, the the morning thing. And and I just, I, I was just, yeah, jaw dropped. But yeah, okay, oh yeah, I get that. Especially like you said, it's um, I'm talking on your behalf here. But I think is it because it's something that's happened in such recent memory, or lived? your, almost like your lifetime, but you just weren't there. Quite yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It?
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I think for me. It's about seeing things that I feel like... I mean, there's a couple of still earlier ones in reality. But for me, it's like seeing things that I was just shy of properly witnessing. Because I think if you look at celebrity deaths, Michael Jackson's death, I remember well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I remember waking up, going to school in the morning and remembering... And hearing on the radio, oh, they play like a Michael Jackson song. And then it's like Michael Jackson's dead. I was like, Michael Jackson is dead. Yeah,
0: like, yeah.
1: But I remember yeah. that one. So I think I would have loved to have traveled in time to see these things as an adult to appreciate the effect. But as somebody who was conscious of witnessing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the, the big events I'd like to have seen is, or to witness, was the the shuttle land, going to the moon. The moon landing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's why yeah, I should yeah. say it. The moon landing. Yeah. Yeah. And and for a number of reasons, one because it's like to this day we haven't repeated that either yet. Just imagine how fantastical that must have been on a TV that was probably the size of you. You probably get mobile phones, cell phones that have got bigger screens than the TVs <laughs> back then. You know, so imagine watching on on one of those really old but new at the time TVs, seeing man land on the moon.
1: Yeah, and yeah. just
0: how amazing that must have been. I I think that that literally i think would have blown my mind so i think whilst i can still appreciate it now and and i still love everything to do with space i just think can you imagine at that time when we first we humans have broken that boundary and, and we land on the moon? i just think that must have almost seemed like make-believe at the time
1: yeah that's the thing because it's a period of time when you think about like the technology that we had and to everybody like obviously the space race was ongoing on the time as well you're like height of the, like the cold war and that sort of thing yeah and in reality it's true it would have felt like sci-fi at the time yeah it's like yeah. there is a person on another planet not flying to another country flying to an entire another planet not planet but you know what i mean um yeah and it's true i think that that would have looked like there's no event in reality that's ever come like that since in terms of like human achievement What else do you think in reality could even come close? I just don't think there is anything in terms of significance.
0: Well, this is it. I think we mentioned in one of our episodes, didn't we, that everything just feels like an iteration. There are medical advances, but it's all an iteration of what's come before it. There are technological advances, but it's an iteration of what's come before it. But before that, you just were driving or flying or sailing. Now now a group of blokes have gone up to space and landed on the moon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Maybe we should do a whole episode on that as well.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, so, yeah, so I think for me, I'm trying to stick to, yeah, for me, I think there are, it's like these monumental kind of events I'd love to have been a part of. This is going to sound funny. So I've said, like a Rat Pack gig, I've said to see Elvis, I think I would have loved to have gone to Woodstock. Woodstock. Everyone goes on about Woodstock. So it was, what, the end of the 60s? So it was a a huge concert where it was basically, not that I'd want to partake in that, but it was all about free love, drugs. It was like loads of big acts at the time. And it was just, that seemed to be a defining concert, a defining event of that generation.
1: Right. Okay. Well, I'm actually looking at images of it now and the crowds are absolutely mental.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of not me. That's not my kind of gig as (laughs) such like that, but but yeah because basically it was spoken about and it's like oh if you remember it you weren't there kind of thing it <laughs> it was it, it just i mean people still talk about that like it's a, a, a huge part of history so it that, that that concept must have just meant so much to those people at that time that yeah can you imagine if you got a ticket got a ticket to it now you look back on it I wonder what it was like I want to know that did they know it was going to be as huge as it was at the time or was it just like buying a ticket to see Oasis at Nebworth or so I, I, I don't know or to see Ed Sheeran at the Wembley yeah. Arena and then like it became huge after
1: or do people's like memories of it make it better than it was does that make sense because sometimes you see these things in history which are kind of like corrupted because of the people that experienced them and then make them out to be something better than they were
0: yeah, I, I think this one was slightly different. I think because it was all about, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I know I'm not gonna get this right, but I think it was about the rebellion. It was about, like I said, the free love, and it was about the free, free spirit kind of thing. And yeah. and it just seemed to be that culmination of that. Yeah, I kind of would love to see the reality of Woodstock. I think.
1: Yeah, that's quite a cool one as well. To be fair, and looking at the pictures, you would have had an amazing time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> think you would have had a rubbish time though. <laughs>
1: See, it's terrible because I feel like you've got quite positive ones and all of mine are kind of a little bit dark and depressing because that's fine, that's fine. a couple of mine were based around things that either could have been like wars or assassinations. So we talked about that program with James Franco. I think, and again, this is only by virtue of the fact to witness it yourself only because of how significant it was. And that probably would have been the assassination of JFK. Because again, yeah, yeah. number one as well, there are so many issues with that day because like technically it was recorded, wasn't it? And there's like one camera angle, but it doesn't capture because no, do you know, nowadays when we capture things, it's like you're there because you get 18 different angles of any That's, given yeah. thing at any moment. Um, It's all in HD. You've got sound, whereas that was a really historic event at the point where cameras were only really just becoming a thing that were getting into the hands of people. And so as a result, I feel like the potential terror of that event isn't actually reflected well in the footage itself. And I feel like it would be again, just a um, amazingly significant experience to have witnessed basically, if that makes sense, just because of its historical significance, all of the things that led into it, all of the conspiracy theories that you watch on, I don't know, discovery channel where they also talk about ancient aliens. And I think again, that would probably be an event that if I could travel back in time, I would have wanted to have witnessed. I know it's morbid, obviously, but it's just no, so I, significant in my mind.
0: I get it, because even over here as Brits, the JFK assassination is just one of those moments that we've grown up with knowing even like you said, even you, yeah. your your you know, your generation, you know about it, it's all about it, It's still spoken about because it was it, look, right? Happy stuff like the stuff I've mentioned, the happy stuff doesn't necessarily register with people. Like you didn't know what Woodstock was. Yeah, yeah. Shocking, horrible events everybody knows about just by the nature because they are shocking, horrible events. So I don't think it's a bad thing to say you want to witness what the feeling was like at the time because we hear about it all the time, we read about it, and it's those kind of events that do make history, unfortunately, or or will travel to even people like yourself at your age because, you know, what JFK, what was that, 60? No, it wasn't 63 because he he was, was it 68 or sixty? This is going to be
1: great as well, because this is testing your knowledge
0: as well. Well, He he, he did the speech about the... Hold on. So he did the speech about Man on the Moon. So I'm going to say it was 68 or 69.
1: It was 63.
0: Was it 63, was it? It was assassinated.
1: It was assassinated. Wasn't it Richard Nixon? No, wasn't it Richard Nixon that was the president for the moon landings?
0: Possibly. I I think... JFK was talking about wanting to do it I think yeah because Possibly. he was
1: the one that gave the speech that said by the decade being out we will have achieved landing on the muck do you know what I mean that was that speech that, wasn't
0: Winston, it Winston Churchill gave that speech to he?
1: yeah sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean you get it everybody gets it yeah
0: but okay <laughs> well well even if that that makes it even more valid what I'm saying 63 you you were born like well over 30 years later and and by the time you're you're this age now where you we wanted to get you you're talking about 50 odd years 60 odd years later so yeah so shocking events unfortunately are the ones that stick out in memory and people keep talking about because yeah nobody ever says where were you when elvis played this console where were you when woodstock played people say where were you when you heard elvis died where were you when you heard jfk died yeah it's true and i think i think we said it in one of our episodes for me that moment was Kurt Cobain when I heard Kurt Cobain died and we've all going to have that one because yeah. that's what is relevant to you I mean I don't think there's many more events like that I've I've got a couple of time periods still to say but in, in terms of other events I think even here the war when you know say when Churchill gave his speeches I think it'd probably be interesting to have been around that yeah. just to see I, I wouldn't have wanted to be around that at the time no, I'm not saying that but again it's kind of what the nation was going through
1: yeah well funnily enough one of the other events and again just one of the ones that i would have wanted to have witnessed would have been the moment that the uk went to war in world war Two, and that's only because it was only what like 17 or 18 years after the first world war had finished there was an yeah. entire generation that had experienced the first world war firsthand and i couldn't i, I would have again say love to see is ridiculous but I've always imagined what would it be like if like a nation went to war now and people got drafted and it was a case of like people getting conscripted I would have loved to have seen what society was actually like the reaction to that from just the general population just to have witnessed it because I can't imagine the emotion that people must have felt when they heard that news does that make sense
0: yeah I I think that's right and I think you're not saying I can't remember the words you It's not that you want to you're happy to see it you kind of want to understand what it felt like at the time yeah because again yeah. to us they are just you know as much as we say oh it must have been horrible we, they are just kind of stories on a on a book documentaries on the tv and it can't really relate to you exactly what it was like at that time
1: and do you know what it is as well is like especially from that event it was neville chamberlain wasn't it because he was the one that did appeasement with Adolf Hitler. And there was that speech that he gave over the radio, which was about, oh, if we haven't heard back, this is what would have happened. This country is now at war with Germany. And imagine being at home, like potentially being a mum or a dad to kids, potentially having served in the military, potentially of being abroad, realizing that your son, who was now eighteen, was going to get dragged to a battlefield just like you did. I yeah. just can't imagine what that emotion must have been like. And I think that's what it is. Like I think experiencing events for me or traveling back in time would only be to feel emotion of the time, if that makes sense, because I feel like these historical events aren't because they're so old as well. And because they weren't captured in the way that we can capture things now it's, you they kind of feel disconnected. But yeah, when you yeah. look at the context, like an entire nation being dragged into a war, realizing that 18 year olds, plus we're all going to get dragged to some random battlefield in europe must have been a horrifically terrifying time and i'm not saying that i want to experience it because oh, oh terror is an amazing thing to feel but it's just a very unique thing that i feel like we i've been privileged enough to never have have to experience and so have you to be fair
0: <laughs> if i go back to a, a period of time i want to go to the 1920s like the kind of in britain and america like you know the um kind of like the prohibition period the roaring 20s they called it so it was like coming out of the first world war and not before because I think at the end of the 20s I could be wrong I think at the end of the 20s then the depression starts coming in but there was a bit of the early and mid 20s where money and I'm not sure why but like money was starting to come in the automobile was starting to come in technology (laughs) was starting to come in the film industry was taking off and it just felt like a really glitzy and and if you think it was so soon after the First World War, and not too long before the second one, that you had this period of time where it just felt really, what's the word? It's not extravagant, maybe not the right word, but you had this period of time where everywhere it just seemed to be advances. And yeah, people yeah, were okay, I get what
1: you mean. Yeah, yeah. It, it was almost like um, a glamorous period of history in the way yeah. that we look at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'll yeah, say I think I'd
0: like to have that. seen like Al Capone.
1: Yeah, that's. Do you know what it is? It's, yeah, it, again, it's like all negatives, isn't it? It's like I would have loved to have seen <laughs> the criminality about. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But, but yeah, again, I guess that's it's what more sticks like, in your
1: mind. Yeah, you read about people like, for instance, Al Capone. And you think, oh, a powerful gangster, everybody in his pocket. Like, okay, fair enough. But if you lived in Chicago at the time, what what was that actually like? Was there yeah. shootings on uh, between? rival gangsters every other day was that do you know what i mean it kind of makes you wonder because you hear are oh, the saint valentine's day massacre and you hear about prohibition and you hear about all of these things and you think but was it like that or is that just the history books kind of making it yeah yeah because we just don't have any like first-hand proper account in terms of what it looked like there what it sounded yeah. like in that period of time
0: yeah and and kind of outside of that like you, I'd, I'd, I'd want to go back to recent memory, but be a bit older to appreciate it. So like when first home computer did come out saying when the first, I don't know, like when the CD first came out, I want to be a bit older <laughs> to remember that when, um, y- you know, I, when, when cell phones first came out, like I said, all this was in my lifetime, but I think I'd want to be a bit older to appreciate it more. Yeah, I think. yeah.
1: Yeah, because that's the thing. I feel like, but but maybe it's like a thing of like at the time you just don't see it as a big thing, and then only realize how significant it was when you get older.
0: Yeah, because maybe that's what it is as
1: well. Because you have to remember there a period. I, I remember watching a film about computers. And it was like one of these computers where you've got to press 16 keys to get it booted up. And then all you can do is type on it and that sort of thing. And I remember them like cutting back to a studio and being like, oh, it's such a ridiculous, unnecessary, expensive thing. And it's like, (laughs) could you imagine that all these years later, all of a sudden, there's basically one in every home in the UK. It's just a thing that the world wouldn't exist in the same capacity that it does without computers now. And this is the thing I think that sometimes you... Um, look at things and don't appreciate how important they were. And then it's only like if you were to go back with the knowledge that potentially you have with hindsight that then it becomes significant.
0: Possibly. Because I mean like people these days still moan about load times on games but I had a game that had 11 floppy disks. 11. (laughs) (laughs) You play
1: like half a level you (laughs) need to put a new fucking floppy disk in. (laughs) So
0: was it kind of Anything else you had? Because I was going to throw one question at you about time travel.
1: No, I only had the Cuban Missile Crisis. It's weird as well because a lot of them are American influence as well.
0: I had that in my mind. And again, it's because to us, what's the word? We Again, we kind of grown up on these. And because they're from America, it seems even more mysterious to us because it didn't happen yeah. in our country yeah oh, right. but
1: there was the whole like communist witch hunts and that sort of thing in america like mccarthyism at the time where like basically if you looked at someone wrong or wore the color red you must have been like a communist spy <laughs> um and then there's basically the civil rights movement in america do you know like the martin luther king rallies
0: yeah yeah, yeah. like
1: there's the one in yeah. washington events like that because they look like they it's weird as well because it feels like i'm um, like not looking from a UK perspective, but it just feels like all of these significant events happened in America, and they were all huge turning points in history, or at least that's the way that we get talked well, I think them, it's, at least
0: I think it's because they didn't happen here that we want to see them because nobody here talks about it, or at least not with the the experience or knowledge that yeah someone yeah in America I think that's what have. it is because yeah yeah. I went or oh, when I was in the deep south of America, I can't remember, but we went to a like an exhibition. About this, what you're saying, and it was, you know, I want, what what what's the right word to say? It was definitely emotional because again, we can read the books we've seen here, but then going around the whole place dedicated to telling that story, you do feel like you're immersing yourself in that time. Yeah, and I think that is, like I said, to you, I think they are not the problem or issue, but is because it didn't happen here. We we just don't have, we just don't have the the people of the knowledge of it like you said you're watching it you're watching a documentary on the BBC or something rather than being in the place where it is or, or the people that were there at the time right okay uh, okay that, that's that's what might be why I think it's more appealing to us for these American things because yeah 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 know. I think that's fair yeah okay because looking at the time again I was just going to ask you a question would you want to go in the future would you want to if it meant you would also see like what happened either to yourself or humanity would you want to go
1: um okay so i would go i would be happy to go into the future on the caveat that i didn't have to experience my personal like me or anything related to me so for instance i wouldn't want to know anything about family and or so you want to go like 200
0: health. years in the future yeah yeah want- so
1: i'd want to go yeah. so that my gravestone is long gone like it's not been looked after for 100 years and i just don't even yeah. know where i'm buried i think yeah, that yeah. i'd want to be so disassociated from my own timeline because imagine going 20 years into the future and you're just walking down the street. You're like, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna go back to where I used to live. And then you walk past the cemetery, and like your headstones there, like how did I die? how did <laughs> how did this man die? You're freaking out. It's like there's some bloke going crazy in the street, wondering how the guy who died five years. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what it would be for me. Do, um, well, so yeah, I'd did, go you... like thousands of years in the future would be cool.
0: Well, you could look. Go go. I want to go five years just to see if the podcast is still going. But, <laughs> yeah, um, bigger
1: than Joe. Joe Rogan's coming on us.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no. I and that's exactly it. A lot of people say, Oh, I want to go in the future. And see it. But no, because, because even if it's not about you, that's you're, you know, you're going to see something that's probably quite depressing, even about the future or how humans are living. I mean, we're probably all going to be like batteries, like in the Matrix, we're probably all going to be isolated in homes. We're not, you know, we don't ever go out because everything is online. You do everything. And and I was thinking, is that the kind of future you want? And then you're thinking, well, what if that kind of version of the future, are, are, I've gone to the year 3000, not much has changed, but they live underwater. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, it. I literally knew it was coming. You know, you might go to the year 3000, but that version of the future might happen in the year 2028. 20, you just don't know so
1: yeah yeah this is true yeah yeah
0: so I'm like I I don't know why you'd want to go into the future I I get it for the tech and stuff like that but I think going back in the past is fine because everything has happened you know everything's happened and I want to go to experience it or or get invested in in kind of the feelings at the time but yeah the future keep it a mystery to me I don't want to know.
1: Yeah, I get yeah, I guess that's the thing. I think that's probably a little bit kind of to do with my reasoning for not wanting to it just like the future I think is a scary thing in and of itself. Like because we've just talked about historically how all the significant events have all been negative ones. Like when you think about it now, in reality, we've probably lived through one of the most significant ones in COVID. Like we as a generation have experienced a global pandemic. And the only people in reality that experienced the last one are, are 100 plus years old, the ones that can remember yeah. it. Yeah. like That's a pretty significant event. And again, it makes me wonder in 50 years' time, will people talk about COVID? It's like, wonder what it was like when they're looking at it videos of us washing Doritos in the sink. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like looking at people wear bin lids as 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 masks and like (laughs) talking about time travel man that's time traveling right back to this year where people were washing like sanitizing food and stuff (laughs) like
1: like, that people like bleaching their toddlers coming out of school because they were like so worried that they were catching oh my word yeah
0: no no you're right i think it will be because this is this was a global it's like not one corner of the world felt like it it wasn't touched by this this was global and you know th- this will be felt for for years to come and this will be one of those teachable teaching moments i think
1: yeah 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 i agree i agree and it's again do you know what it is it kind of harkens back to that point doesn't it like to us covid has been an experience that we've lived and has felt like it's been obviously it was a scary point of time for a period but do we appreciate how significant it's been in human history because we're living it now and i think the answer to that question is no only when like you look at three generations from us will like the older people who who will be me and you potentially depending on how soon or how late we're talking about no
0: no covid is the perfect example actually because now i'm not going to say we're out of it but you know at the moment especially over here it almost is kind of back to normal isn't it in in how you know everything's open but get yourself back to March 2020 and how, at the time, how frightening it seemed or how how it was being reported, how, you know, going into lockdown, how restricted yeah. everything was. We've forgotten that already. Yeah. And so people now and and almost like any kids now or younger people growing up won't remember that bit. And we're, we've already kind of forgotten it. So it's like yeah, yeah. What, what I'm trying to say now is in in 20 years people will say oh yeah yeah it was bad but you know well now you, you can still go out but if you could then time travel if somebody could time travel to say march of 2020 and it was a totally different story then Did yeah you yeah what I yeah mean? so yeah. i think this is a this is actually a really good example of what what we're saying about going back to something bad because we're reading about it in books but seeing how upset people were and how difficult it was to the, to go from yeah, tonight we're going to go out, we'll, we'll go to London, we'll go to this club, then we'll catch a show tomorrow, This to to basically being, only being allowed to go for a walk once a day for yeah, an hour. Yeah, do, do, yeah. do you know what I mean? And you'll never get that experience unless you have kind of in and around it, I think.
1: Yeah. It's like, for me, I still look back and think to myself, do you remember when the Prime Minister gave the speech, which was, at this point you may only leave your home for the following reasons like yeah, people yeah. were glued to their televisions that night because it was actually a really scary period of time like yeah, for the yeah. first time in your life you were being told you cannot do these things you cannot live normal life because this situation is so serious that to keep you to keep do you know what i mean to keep you safe this is what's going to be required it was yeah it was a freaky per- a freaky period you
0: couldn't you couldn't even drive in theory you weren't supposed to drive to the next town over even just to get some go for a drive you weren't supposed to do that
1: yeah Um, yeah
0: yeah and i remember i I think i remember sending it to my cousin in italy at the time because that's where it hit bad seeing videos of the police driving at like 6 p.m blocking the roads because they didn't want people to leave towns and stuff like that and it's yeah yeah and i think yeah yeah i think this sums it up why, why to to say to you that I don't think it's morbid to want to go see or experience bad things. I think you can't know what it was like yeah. fully unless you're in and around it, which yeah, is I that's, think that's probably where is. you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think that's
1: what it is. It's just an, it's yeah, it's the experience of what the emotion must have been like at the time, and I think that's what we miss basically.
0: All right, cool. So yeah, so time travel, if it can be done in a hot tub, that would be cool, <laughs> or a DeLorean. You know, I don't yeah, want it to be DeLorean, some. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want it to be some nano chamber or something uh with probes and things stuck all over you. Yeah, a hot tub. Well this already. is the thing, if
1: you went in a DeLorean, you would got to be careful when you went because you could better you can't go back to ancient Egypt and then you're fucked if you can't get it started to come back. Like <laughs> <laughs> what spare parts am I gonna use? I'm gonna get Fred Flintstone to come in. <laughs> run me to 80 miles they
0: built they built the pyramids they built yeah mind you
1: this is true they probably had faster running like carts that were aerodynamic or whatever at the time didn't they they were well advanced
0: (laughs) Uh, it reminds me actually before we before we go there's a guy i used to listen to on the radio his view was and i'm sure it's a little tongue-in-cheek but he said he actually believed it was that we are a race that came from mars we had to leave mars so that's why there's these weird things around the planet because we initially bought our tech that's got lost from over time now <laughs> somebody then laughed at that and said yeah, why don't we have the technology now and it's like somebody would say well give a cassette tape to a kid now and ask them what that is and they wouldn't know yeah yeah give yeah. them a dial a dial telephone and ask them what that is and how to use it and they wouldn't know how to to call anyone up <laughs> so yeah anyway sorry diverge so was there anything else on time travel
1: no I think that's it I think that it's a really cool prospect I think that do you know what it is as well there's so many things that you could have talked about and I think that we stayed pretty relevant with the topics and things that we would have experienced and that's what it is I think with time travel with me I feel like do you know when it comes to like personal like if you could go back in history and change something about your life I don't think I'd want to do that because Mm -hmm. I think that that's what like what your like life cycle is supposed yeah Yeah. that's what it's supposed to be like you would inherently be a different person now if you'd done something differently in your life previously so there shouldn't be a reason for you to want to change anything if that makes sense like yeah you have regrets you live with them like that's what it is isn't it
0: yeah but that's that's your learning right yeah supposedly
1: (laughs) yeah well i mean maybe apart from like noting to myself walking past myself in the street like in 10 years ago and being like, Bitcoin hits 45,000 <laughs> <laughs> pounds. Then, and then
0: I remember it when I'm like 14 years old, I'm just like, must buy Bitcoin. <laughs> go go back to that version of me saying, uh, Bitcoin, uh, that'll never last. Give him a slap in the face. Um...
1: <laughs> yeah. You just walk up to your old self. Absolutely like right hook him to the jaw and then he's like what's that for you like you'll find out
0: <laughs> tell, tell tell the even younger version of me not to uh, not to take the evil knievel toy out the pack yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy a load of pokemon cards and just never open them
0: <laughs> yeah oh and and if my if the younger version of myself could keep hold of the commodore 64 and all the games <laughs> i had because seriously people pay a fortune to play those now um, yeah
1: it is true could you imagine if you had an unboxed one my god i told you that time about <laughs> those um those 2006 world cup cards that i threw away as well
0: yes yeah, so, yeah yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Threw away hundreds yeah. and hundreds of pounds now unbelievable terrible
0: old me what a knobhead <laughs> <laughs> all right well look let's let's start let's start wrapping up there i'll let you close out but before we do if you like what you've heard give us a rating please you can get in touch with us where can i get in touch with us lee
1: they can get in touch with us at casting views on Twitter or at casting views pod at gmail dot com.
0: You can yeah. yeah, get in touch. Say say hi. Give us a subject.
1: Yeah, also, suggest to us what time, time, timeline you would have travelled in. Yeah, if yeah. you could tweet at us and say, I would have loved to experience this, or unlike you two depressing bastards, I would have liked <laughs> to have enjoyed something about history. Well do on. let us know.
0: Just remember, I wanted to go to Woodstock and Elvis, all right, Yeah, this <laughs> is see true. the yeah, moon yeah. landing. I'm like, so, uh, assassination, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. war. <laughs> I'm like, every week, right, when we do this subject, think about where Lou's going to go. Let me do the happy <laughs> side. yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: We're like the ultimate good cop, bad cop. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Next week, next week's episode, all being well, we are going to have, obviously, we're going to have another what if episode, but we are going to be joined by super familiar with the Wilsons, which that could go anywhere. So that will be a loosely (laughs) themed what if. And before we go, right, did you know competitive art used to be an Olympic sport between 1912 and 1948? (laughs)
1: <laughs> how the fuck did you judge that?
0: <laughs> yeah, the international sporting events awarded medals for music, painting, sculpture, and architecture. I'm just going to say that it was Olympic sport. <laughs> yeah, I, I still, I still that. finish. I still wouldn't even qualify. I still wouldn't yeah, even still, get there. I still don't I just, understand. I just still, I <laughs> just don't get. I just
1: don't know how you get it. Like architecture, what do you do? Like
0: there's an event in the in the Olympics that doesn't need speed. It doesn't need physical prowess. It doesn't need muscle. And I still wouldn't qualify for
1: it anyway
0: do you want to close us out Lou?
1: well thank you very much for listening to this episode again do tweet us your suggestions for what you would have loved to have experienced through history whether they be depressing like me or fun and lively like Dan and before we see you next week I'll obviously sign out with we know there are many podcasts from which you can choose so we thank you for listening to Cast In Views <music>